Welcome to Sports Beat KC, the Kansas City Stars daily sports podcast. It's Wednesday, February 15th, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. In the midst of the Chiefs celebration, we quickly switch over to baseball in the Royals. I motored over from our Super Bowl headquarters to catch up on the beginning of spring training. And on today's show, you'll hear the first spring training conversation for new manager Matt Quattrero with reporters. He spent much of the time discussing getting to know this young team and what that involves. Next, we spoke with infielder Nicky Lopez, who takes pride in being a veteran on this team. He also shares a funny story about his post-Super Bowl experience. Finally, you'll hear from Royal shortstop Bobby Witt Jr. This interview actually happened a week before the Super Bowl in Kansas City, but Witt had some interesting things to say about how he hopes to improve this season and offered some observations of Patrick Mahomes. Okay, let's get started. How's it feel? First official day? Yeah, well, it's tomorrow. Well, tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So, All right, first, you're uh, jumping uh, into the future. First unofficial day? No, it's been great. We've been out here since, I've been out here since last Tuesday, and some people have been here a month or more, so they're going, sorry, they're doing good. Um, it's been good that everybody's been, you know, efficient with their time and getting in what they need. Other than the weather, it's been great. How different is the process with the WBC and different reporting dates and all that? Does that affect you guys? It's a little choppy, a little clunky, but it doesn't affect, you know, like I said, some of these guys have already gotten multiple bullpens in before they get here, and now that they're here, it's just kind of gauging where they are, and Brian's been doing a good job of communicating with them. So, yeah, it hasn't caused any issues yet. Um, you know, I think just getting the guys to know each other and for there's a lot of the thing, maybe one thing I've underestimated a little bit is that it is it's a big change for a lot of people. You know, there's a lot of new faces. And to me, it was like the whole winter I had to acclimate to that idea of change. And I think some people now that I'm seeing it in action is like there are going to be a lot of differences for people that maybe I've had time to conceptualize that other people haven't. So kind of just getting getting familiar with each other and having them know like what the staff's going to be like and how the interactions might be a little different so that's kind of where I really want to start how do you go about doing that is it just through you know organic conversations or do you you have specific things you'd like to see yeah organic conversations and just being consistent that's what we're going to be you know and, and just letting them know who we are and what things are important to us and listening to what's important to them too and and but it's not going to be forced like meeting after meeting or that kind of thing it's just interacting out here and watching what they do and what, what how to how to best help them. Can a change be good? Guys feel like they have to make an impression. They have to impress a new group of coaches and, and manager. Well, that's not what I want. I don't want them to feel like they have to impress us. I mean, I'm already impressed with what's been here and the talent and the things that are in place. So that's the exact opposite of what I want is guys to come out here and try to feel like they have to show something to us. I want them to just be themselves. When it comes to guys competing for spots, how do you balance your preconceptions, what you've seen both from the outside and since you've been hired, and you know, leaving it kind of open for competition and let them win jobs and that sort of thing? Yeah, I, I mean, I, there's going to be competition, but I, the, the thing that I, at any level of baseball, I think you got to be careful of just who plays the best in the spring is not necessarily the person that makes the team because we have to look at the whole picture you know we have to look at what's best for that person in this moment and in his career and what's best for the organization too so you got to be careful of hey this guy had a great spring so he makes the team and a guy that's a proven 
veteran didn't have a great spring or you know that kind of thing so we'll, we'll try to stay away from that as best we can from your offseason conversations what what has stood out as far as what the guys want from you communication i think is the number one thing um which to me is is kind of our hallmark i guess you know and i think uh, Brian especially did an unbelievable job of getting out and seeing all the, a lot of the pitchers and communicating with them. Um, Paul Hoover's been here since the beginning of February and has done a tremendous job of getting to know everybody at the facility and the support personnel. And so he got an idea of how things are going to be run and how he wants to run spring training. Uh, Vance has done the same thing. Vance has done a great job of just learning people and helping Paul get his feet on the ground. Um, so I think I think that's the overwhelming sentiment. Yeah. Communication's the job. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, Royals signed veteran pitchers. What is the value to the clubhouse of having veteran pitchers in there with a young with a young staff? Yeah, I mean, well, so I, I, when we sign veteran players, pitchers or players, we don't sign them to come here to be quote unquote leaders. They they come here to perform and do what they do. And that example is what, oops, sorry, that example is what the players will see. And hopefully that's how it is. I, I, I'm not a believer in you sign veterans so that they get guys together and give them rah-rah speeches or that kind of stuff. It's more of the little day-to-day in and out stuff that, that I think that brings value. When you guys bring in a role that's uh, in discussions already with him in terms of his role, in terms of, I assume he wants to close, but obviously you guys had some success in Portland last year and that sort of thing. Yeah, that he does want to close, and that would be tremendous. If, but he's also been promised nothing to that extent. JJ was clear that, you know, he's he's here to pitch. He wants to pitch, and he just wants like like I mentioned, he wants communication on when he's up and when he's going to be available. And the better he pitches, the, you know, you'll hear me say you can never have too many guys that are playing well. So the more guys that are pitching well and playing well the better the, it may make tougher decisions for us but in the end it's a better situation Matt, when you uh spent the offseason trying to get to know guys how did you game plan that out you know what what did you kind of envision in your mind you wanted to get done and how did you how did you do it um well some of it was just phone calls i mean i quite literally game planned it out by time zone like who was up early and who was <laughs> who i had to wait to call that was out here in california uh, so that was my game plan and just I did not have an agenda of when I called who, other than I called Salvi first. That was, that was a merit, <laughs> you know, like he's the leader of this team, and I think he deserves that. Um, but other than that, it was just get to everybody, you know, and just try to listen to what's important to them. And they, these are brief, they were brief introductory conversations. I don't want to make more of that than it was. You know, as, as the offseason went on, there were some follow-ups on what's important and what do you want to see in the spring and those kinds of things. But really, those were more just let them hear me and get to know me. And then when they come out here, that's when you really have a lot of time to interact. What's Salvi's mindset having been where he's been and won a World Series and now at this stage of his career and kind of back at the center of a rebuild? I'm just curious, and we'll talk to him too, but I'm just curious from your perspective sort of where he's at with that whole thing. Well, the first thing I'd say is I don't think he thinks he's at the center of a rebuild. I mean, no, none of these players think this is a rebuild. I mean, they're here to compete, and they're here to win games. So I, that's the first thing. Salvi's extremely proud of what he's done, but at the same time, I can tell you he wants he's looking to the future, and, and he's here now. You know, He's not living on what happened in 14, 15, 16. 
he wants he wants to be here. He wants to be a Royals Hall of Famer and quite possibly a National Baseball Hall of Famer too. You know, and he wants to be a, an iconic, which he's already accomplished, right? Um, but he's he's focused on winning, and, and all these guys are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have not heard anything out of the ordinary, so we've been <laughs> knock on wood, right? We'll start with that. Visa issues, nothing there? Not that I've heard of, yeah. Everybody's here that that should be. We're talking about first day of school for the players. First day of school for you, what's it like? It's fun, yeah. I mean, getting out here has been fun. You know, like I think I've mentioned before, it's a lot of like the philosophical stuff like in the offseason, but then when you get the players around each other and start to see them – Perform on the field. It's been it's been really invigorating. Apologies, some of the stuff, the questions were down the road. But we only got one day because you know the Chiefs won a they did? Super Bowl. They did. Oh, yeah, yeah, man, so, that's awesome. Um, so, just, if I could just ask you about a couple of individual guys. Uh, Bobby was so great last year as a rookie. Obviously, sky's the limit. But what's sort of the next step in his evolution? I think he's going to be, uh, you know, natural thing. You know, just game at bats, game reps in the field. But I think his defense will get better. You know, he's worked really hard on that. Um, I think being at one position is going to be a big bonus for him. Um, you know, and just the more the league learns who he is, he'll have to adjust back to them. Um, but I think you'll see him emerge as, like, a guy that people really gravitate to and, and, and follow his lead. So those are a couple of things that come off the top of my head. Same question for both Vinny and MJ. Just curious. Yeah. I mean, you know, any of the young players, right? I mean, they, they all had successful starts to their career. Um, to varying degrees, and, and it's it's probably unfair to them to say, okay, now we need this out of them, right? Right? It's just go out there and get better, get better, get better, and that's really the mindset that these guys have talked to me about all the time. Is yeah, we were happy to be in the big leagues and we took some lumps, but we're just looking to keep getting better. And when it comes to Brady Singer, obviously you need him to be at least as good as he was in the second half last year. Maybe just some insight now that you've gotten to know him a little bit into his makeup and, and how he can be the ace of this staff. Yeah, again, I think that's unfair to say we need him to be that good or better. We need him to be as good as he can be, right? And and maybe last year was just the floor. Who knows? We don't want to put a limit on him. You know, we want to look to and, – and you guys have seen baseball over the years. The best – the Hall of Famers have stretches where they stink, you know? <laughs> and then they come back, but they, they, they lessen those and they lessen them. And so these guys are all going to go through those growing pains, you know? If Brady comes out and doesn't start the year great, that doesn't mean he's no good. That means that he's he's got things to work through, and that, that's the way that all these guys need to approach it. Uh, the weight of expectations. Johnny Damon said that playing in elimination games in the World Series and playoffs were easier than when he was a rookie and had TV commercials and everybody looking at him and all the media attention. How do you handle weight of expectations with these young guys who everybody we're all so excited about? That's a good I, I've never heard that before. Uh, I mean, I can see that. You know, you, you get to the big leagues and it's all new and everybody wants a piece of you and you, you want to be involved in everything. And I think that's one thing, like, some of these guys have done a really good job of limiting the peripheral stuff and just concentrating on the baseball. So um, I think that's what you try to do. And when you realize what's important, it's what you do on the field. That other stuff is ancillary to it. And, and if you can focus on what's on the field, you're going to be better off. Matt, um you mentioned Bobby playing shortstop consistently. When you guys looked at him last year, is there anything you guys could pinpoint why the like the metrics didn't grade out as well for a guy as athletic as he is, or was it positioning or just other things that are easily correctable? Or what would you guys think of that? 
I think there were some technique things, footwork, you know, body position, those kinds of things. And I think it really just came down to reps, you know, and I think getting more reps at the big league level is going to be the thing that helps him the most. And now, you know, he, he's he's very open to working on all kinds of things. So with uh, Jose Aguasil here now that he, um, he has a really good track record of working with infielders, I think that's going to be exciting for Bobby um, to, have, to have him as a reference to, to work on those technical things too. Already right into it. I was tracking today. I was like, I'm not going to try to swing. I'll outdo myself right now. But especially in this cold weather, guys just throwing those sinkers, cutters. Got to make a business decision. There you go. So just give us a sense of the excitement. You know, I know tomorrow's the official opening day, but we're to be back out here. I think that's, you know, we're just super excited. Everyone's back together. We've got a really young team, obviously. Find myself in a leadership role, which is something I really do enjoy. but yeah, and just you know, everything's kind of laid back, and um, people are just being themselves. So it's it's been really really cool and a different feel around here. So many guys coming into spring for the first time as regulars, right? Right. Uh, what's it been like? Again, you talked about your role as sort of a leader and a mentor, mm-hmm. kind of getting these guys acclimated. Yeah, I mean, we were just actually talking. Me and Vinny were talking. This is probably your first in the past couple of years. Like this is our first like actual spring training because like everything's right. been different. You know, COVID and then the lockout, and so. It's been uh, it's been pretty cool getting to start on time, um, witness April baseball, like all that stuff. So it's gonna it's uh, very exciting. What's it been like uh, with Q kind of acclimating to, to you guys and you to him? Yeah, that's that's been really cool too. It's, it's he's kind of just you know he just shows up and you don't you don't really notice he's there until he's there and he's he just lets us be ourselves and it's very um, you know loose and um, you know we have a like really really young team of guys guys with a lot of personality so they just lets them you know show it and just be who you are so it's, it's been it's been really nice you talked a lot about um the things that he was hearing from you guys is you guys want communication mm-hmm. yeah um what have you learned about him through those conversations as he's trying to get to know you guys well that's one thing that i mean we've been really you know we want we want communication you know and it's really good to be able to go and you know talk to him and he talks to us and um kind of just be transparent and um so that's that's something that like I said, we have a lot of young guys who like to express themselves. You know, obviously Vinny likes to talk. A lot of these guys like to talk, so it's 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 good that they're able to be themselves and um, not have to, you know, because when you're when you're kind of tight and wound up, it's gonna it's gonna show on the field too. So it's it's good. It's been a good feel around here. What'd you guys do for the Super Bowl? Oh well, I found myself at the uh, the Chiefs after party, which was really cool. That was awesome. So, me and me and my fiance, we were talking about how well she wanted to go see the Chainsmokers on Saturday. I was kind of just hanging out. I was like, I don't, I don't really want to. So I was playing video games. We ordered food, and then we showed up at the Chiefs after party, and the Chainsmokers were there. I was like, see, see, babe, I knew it all along. Like, what a fiance I am. So it worked out. <laughs> Does the Chiefs win kind of create a little bit more buzz for you guys as, you know, Kansas City is kind of um, on the map right now? Yeah, it does. I mean, it's always good when they win. Obviously, the excitement around the city and, you know, we're not going to be the, you know, on the bottom of the barrel of baseball much longer. Like, we have a lot of young talent that are eager to win and these, these guys have won from rookie ball all the way to AAA. So, you know, why not carry it over into the, in the big league? So I'm just kind of... It's kind of crazy, but I'm that 
a veteran that can maybe add to it. And with Salvi and Dozier, we're the three oldest position players right now. And it's like it's it's funny because I'm only 27, 28 years old. So, um, but I'm I'm happy to be a part of this squad. How much fun can it be to be on a ball club that gets going and starts to you know, feel that everybody's starting to come together? Yeah, no, that's I mean, when you have a really tight knit group, um, you know, I, I can't say. When I made my debut, we had a lot of guys who knew that they probably weren't going to be here long term. You know, a lot of fillers, a lot of guys who, you know, maybe were trade baiters, guys that were going to get traded at half. Um, these guys now that were, are here are going to are going to be staying. Um, you know, these core guys are going to be here for for a while. You know, they're under team control. They're they're going to be here. So it's it's actually very exciting knowing that this is probably going to be our team moving forward. Speaking of which, at second base. <coughs> You get here by competing, but they like competing. Yeah, That's I mean, I've had to compete my whole my whole life, and you know, Massey's a great kid, and um, you know, I'm just taking it one day at a time, and I know I trust my ability. Obviously, it's you know, this game's hard. You know, if you put added pressure on yourself, it's only gonna it's only gonna deter you from getting to where you want to be. So, um, last year was a tough year, obviously for a lot of us, um, but. Good thing is you start you start the year zero zero and the batting average is at zero as well. But back in 2021, I I had a good year and I know what I can do. So that that stuff doesn't just happen on accident. Nikki, uh, he was talking about touching base with guys over the offseason, just kind of getting into them. Mm-hmm. I know the conversations weren't like super in depth or anything. Right. But what was that process like, just from the player side? Yeah, it was cool. Um, you know, he gives gives a couple calls, just checking in, more of just how's everything going it, it wasn't even you know majority of it was hey you know where are you working out how's it feel how you doing but most of it was you know how's the family life how's uh you know what are you doing in Scottsdale what are you doing have you done some trips and so that that stuff was actually really cool you know we're you know first and foremost we're people and then you know baseball some of the secondary so it's actually kind of refreshing to you know hear them call and, and talk about stuff other than baseball and then then he did sort of I don't know, maybe a second call, just sort of like yeah. feel, feeling you guys out, like what are you looking for, what yeah, do you so, guys need? Yeah, so second call was more of like, hey, like I'm going to be open, you know, communication, come come talk to me if you need anything, I'm going to come talk to you if I need anything, um, you know, where you're taking your ground balls in the off season, um, you know, where do, where do you want me to take the ground balls in the off season, that kind of stuff, and yeah, so it was, it was, it was good. How long is the flight? For a World Baseball Classic, <laughs> I think it's like 15 or 16 hours. It's it's gonna be a tough one, but yeah. I'm I'm really excited. I was talking. Um, I think we lose two days when we go there, so we fly like the third and we get there the fifth. But then when we come back, we gain a day, so it's like we're time we're actually time traveling. So it's kind of cool. <laughs> Have you been? <laughs> I haven't. I'm, I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. This off season, we they uh, paid for a trip to Italy, which is really cool. So me and my fiance got to go there. Um, we went to you know Milan, Venice, Rome, Lake Como, Tuscany. Like we were bouncing around, so it was really really cool. And just to kind of see where, I mean, yeah, my ancestors are from. I know the Lopez is, is kind of tricky because everyone doesn't think you know how how is he Italian, but I am. I trust me, I am. <laughs> Mark Tian went over there and said he he, he, he went there. And he, he goes, they people actually recognized me. He couldn't believe it. Really. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get many of that, but um, I get more of the answers uh, or the questions of my last name so I, I i don't know if you guys saw my tweet where i had to clear that up where my mom's 100 percent italian i'm italian i swear that's why yeah so what's your favorite kind of italian food it's crazy but my dad um makes like this baked mazzucchelli that is like unbelievable so uh, but it's like it's like noodles cheese 
more cheese, like some meat, <laughs> more cheese. Like, oh, it's, it's definitely not healthy, but it it helps me put on some weight in the off season. <laughs> It's got a little Chicago in there, it too. It's got, it's, got, it's got a sprinkle in Chicago in there, too. Thank you, guys. Hey, this is Blair. There are several ways to access the Star Sports section. Let me tell you about a couple of them. There is Sports Pass. For $12.99 a month, you get unlimited digital access to all of the Star Sports content, including beat writing, columns, features, pretty much everything we write. The deal renews monthly until you tell us to cancel. For $159.99 a year, you get everything the star has to offer digitally, including sports and the e-edition. Go to KansasCity.com and drop down to the bottom of the page where it says start a subscription for more information. Your support has never been more important. As always, thanks for reading and listening. What do you think of the powder blue uniforms? MJ said you guys had some plans maybe? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be it's going to be fun. How excited are you for just spring training in general now that you know you're starting for something? Oh, yeah, I've just been kind of working a lot this offseason, really excited, and just kind of been chomping at the bit. I know after, like, the holiday season, Christmas and everything, and New Year's, you're like, after that, you're like, all right, let's go. I'm ready. So just looking forward to it. I feel like the preparation, everything this offseason has gone really well. Got my body right and ready for get going. What has been the focus of that preparation this offseason? Just trying to get everything better and so not just really focus on one thing just really trying to get better at all aspects of the game whether it's defensively offensively my mind speed strength whatever it is so just little things day by day just try to take everything one day at a time and just try to be the best Bobby Wood Jr. I can be. Bobby what's it mean to you to, to know it's going to be shortstop um, or for the most part I'm sure. Yeah, it's great just to know know your job, know my role, and that's what I've kind of been working this offseason, just knowing that now that's my, my role and my job, and I just go out and try to be the best shortstop I can possibly be, help the team, help the pitchers, because I know now we got some new faces and just try to do some great things out there. What does that do in terms of your offseason prep? I mean, it, how you looked at the offseason to, to just know you're lasering in on that. Yeah, it just kind of helps with some things, just if I want to do other defensive drills or stuff, but just kind of taking the same same steps I was last year, just now have a, a sense of where I'm going to be and what I'm going to be doing. So really just trying to get ready, improve on a lot of things defensively, and just get back going, just know at shortstop I know I'm very comfortable there and just really excited. And just along those lines too, how, how much better equipped do you feel for major league season after last year? Yeah, I think – I think it's huge. I feel like last year I learned so much, and I took all of that just with notes that I've taken and everything and took it to the offseason, and now I know through the failure, through the tough times, through losing games, what not to do and just try to change my myself to get ready for however many games we're going to play this year and just get ready for anything, really. And so it's been, I think, really, really good offseason. I feel like I had so much learning time from with the guys in the clubhouse through – just the whole season, so I was really blessed with the with twenty twenty two, and I'm really looking forward to twenty twenty three. Just through the through the failure, through the ups and downs, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. You mentioned the what not to do. What, what why does that stand out, or what what was that? What, what not to do? It's just things you don't want to happen again. Whether it's mental errors, and you can yeah, I feel like you can limit those a lot throughout the off season. Just the I feel like proper preparation prevents prevents bad things and so you got to kind of do that and just be ready for be ready for anything. JJ said he noticed uh, an improvement in your defense maybe the last six weeks of the season. 
Is that how you saw it? And if so, what did you think was different or better? Yeah, just going back, just being myself out there. Just be athletic, go out there, do the fundamentals. We had a good routine before the game, just making sure I'm ready each and every day and not and be ready for every play. Like, you got to play in the infield in the big leagues. I saw something the other day. It's where there's 24,000 pitches, I think, you got to be ready for. And it just, I think that's a huge thing. If you take one, one pitch off, that's the ball you might hit, get hit into you and make an error. So I think an average infielder makes 400 plays. So think about that. 24,000 attempts and you got to get 400 just getting the getting your body right for each and every play. I think that's another huge thing just and I think that comes with the mental mental preparation and so that's been huge this off season and so just seeing that really like was an eye opener. I think it's like half that for the outfielder, but they still got to be ready. So You're talking to a bunch of journalists. We don't understand. Yeah, <laughs> I don't either. That's why I didn't go to college. So. <laughs> um, I forgot I was going to ask. Important point. Bobby, what's just the difference? In, I mean, can you backtrack to this time last year, going into spring training, and just if it's, even if it's mental, just like the the difference in the way you're feeling right now, going into spring training? Yeah, I feel well a little bit stronger, a little bit like bigger, I feel faster and everything. So that's that's one thing that I, I feel physically, but then also mentally, like just knowing what's gonna happen and then just being able to communicate, like just this off season, we had a lot of the coaching changes and just being able to communicate with them and just know, kind of know before going into spring training, what's kind of gonna go on, what how are things gonna be run? And then just knowing the, the team, knowing the guys, like last year I knew all the guys, but it's like, you, you don't have that relationship. Mm-hmm. And so now just being able to talk with the teammates throughout the off season, see the guys that are in Texas, go to the a Brady Singer's wedding and see all the guys and hang out with them. It was really cool just to kind of build even more like camaraderie with those guys. And so I think that's kind of a, a difference, just being knowing your team, knowing everything, and then just also knowing that I got to get my body ready for 162 plus games. So what have your conversations with Cuba been like so far? What stands out about it? It's great. Just He's just asking me, like he wants me to be the one talking. He's not the really, he's just asking the questions because he's, he's the one that's saying it's, it's y'all's team. And so he's kind of going to be not away, but he's going to be there. He's going to be doing his job, working off and on the field and know that he's put already put, put in the work, moved down here, doing all that. So it's, it's really good to see that. And then just, like I said, he's calling maybe once once every, every week, uh, every other week, just checking in, seeing how things are. So it's really cool just to hear that and that. The message this offseason from front office, JJ, has been a lot of confidence in the core that you guys have, the guys that you played with last year. What, what does that say to you and to your teammates? Do you guys talk about that at all? Yeah, it just kind of shows you that you just got to gotta be ready, got to know, and you got to take account for what your job is. And so I think that with having such a close core, it's good, but then also you got to be able to hold yourself and hold your teammates accountable. And I think that's that's a that's a – a good thing for having those guys that are close. They will do that. Like if something goes wrong, someone will say, hey, quit doing that or whatever, you need to fix this. Or if someone's not there, like asking them, how are you doing? What's what's going on? Is something wrong? Whereas if maybe the, if the clubhouse isn't as close, that might not happen and guys might go into a more slump with that. And so that's what's really nice with knowing that you got that core group and that you've been around the guys. And so it's, it's good. And then just having those conversations. I'm looking forward to uh, Team USA. Oh, it's it's going to be a blast. I'm really privileged just to be a part of the team. Um, uh, just kind of that, trying to figure out, like, knowing my role for that team and just being around them. Mike Trout, Trey Turner, 
list like you can name the whole list and you're like all-star 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 and so it's just I'm just going to take it all in learn from those guys see their routine I think that's the biggest thing is just learning just being around those guys what it takes and just know like like just being a part of the team it kind of gives me like confidence but then also motivation like I'm a part of this like so like I must be maybe something or something whatever (laughs) but and but then also it's like I'm a part of this so now I got to go out there and prove that I should be a part of it. Bobby, you didn't seem to have any trouble handling the hype last year, but was it something to manage? Was it, was it you know, as you were getting into those first few weeks or approaching the first few weeks, it, how, how did you contend with that, and, and was there a challenge to it? Yeah, I definitely think that I put pressure on myself just because of I'm this guy. I, I didn't know what was going to happen in spring training, and then I, I make the team, and then the team struggled a little bit in the past, and I'm like, all right, I got to help. I got to help change the team. I got to do this, do that, instead of just being – Bobby Wood Jr. being myself doing my job I try to do more and more and so I think that throughout the year I just really was able just to calm down and even guys at other teams are just like hey if you're you be yourself you're gonna be you're gonna be an all-star like and so that's like really like reassuring to hear just from guys other all-stars that I'm playing against and everything so it was really cool to hear that but yeah just knowing that I'm up here I'm, I'm gonna work work hard just to stay up there and just be the best best person that I can be for the team and for for myself and it helps to really recognize that now I mean as you go into this you're like okay I I can be that by just letting myself be yes yeah Yeah. exactly just keep keep everything simple that's my word just try to make the game as simple as possible slow down the game almost make the work that I've been doing in the offseason harder than the game is so then that slows down the game and so it makes me as prepared as possible what do you think about the, uh, the the new rule about pitching being able to throw twice to a base is that something you can take advantage of I think definitely and uh, you've kind of seen it in the minor leagues with guys still in 80 whatever whatever bags it is and so just I don't really know how it's going to work and we'll see kind of I guess in spring training and throughout the early part of the year but definitely just going to try to keep helping the team whether it's running or doing whatever Bobby I'm, I don't know every year of your youth career but I'm guessing last year is really the first year you've had where you've experienced losing to that degree um sure you didn't like it but what kind of toll does that that take on yeah it's just knowing i think that's with you got to have that routine with if you lose you make mistakes you make errors all right think about it maybe an hour two hours after the game and then once you turn off your lights go to bed you got to flip the switch it's a new day and i think that was another huge thing that i learned and just learned from veterans like salvi showing up to the ballpark with that same smile every day no matter you you don't know if he went over five with five strikeouts or he hit four home runs the night before whatever it is and so just trying to be the same guy each and every day, and you can't. I think for us young guys, that's going to be, I think throughout last year was a kind of a difficult moment because everyone's goal was to get up to the big leagues and be there. And once you got up there, it's like, all right, well, like, what's next? Now you got to perform, and like, so you can't really – you're in the big leagues. It's okay to get out. It's this and that. So I think that's, that's going to be maybe a challenge for like the young guys, but I think once that clicks, it's going to be a lot of fun. So what are your expectations then for what the team can do this year? I think the sky's the limit. I think it, who knows what's like. We're gonna go out there and work. Like people say, oh, twenty twenty four is gonna be a good year. Now we're work, we're we're focused on spring training right now. Twenty twenty three spring training this season. Like we're not going out there trying to lose. We're gonna go out there and work hard, do our work. And I know each and every one of those guys are working hard too. And so everyone has each other's back. And so it's gonna we're gonna go out there and just compete. Excited to have Zach back on the team. Oh yeah, just just seeing him and that. That smirk he has—it's always—it's always fun. He lightens up everything. I was trying to watch his video whenever he's doing his little <laughs> press conference and everything. He's just one of one. He's awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun having him back.
he said last night that um, he had a lot of fun last year despite the losing, um, and a lot of it was because of the young young guys, the personalities. What do you what do you think that says about the clubhouse right now that a veteran is saying that about you? Yeah, that's that's huge. I think that gives you like gives everyone just to just to see how close we are as a team and how things are going to keep going and we're just going to keep creating that bond and hopefully change into a, a winning culture with that same success and everything. How about uh, get a, at least some kind of relationship with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, tell us about that and, uh, and get us an emotional investment in the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's, it's motivation for sure. Just seeing what he's doing, going to some games and just all the work he puts in, I kind of see it from behind just all the work he puts in the off season, all the work he puts in during the season and all that energy brings it's all real it's all like just being down there on the sidelines seeing him talk to his wife before the game like let's go we're, we're doing this like it's it's showtime it's just so cool to watch like none of that stuff's fake it's who he is he's high energy he just brings it all to the table and he and it shows and what he's doing so I definitely think that's motivation and it made me become a, a Chiefs fan the past few years just because of what the team has done what those guys do over there and just how how great a team that like that culture is as a team what coach reed brings to it and just everything so it's a lot of fun to watch that'll do it for today thanks to our producer george howard and our sports beat kc production team of monty davis randy mason jeff rosen and scott chasen morning sports edition is your one-stop sports page shopping for all things sports in kansas city nationally and internationally check it out at live edition KansasCity.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon with another Sports Beat KC, where we talk sports in Kansas City every day.